The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Welcome you to today's Medjinomics program. A friend of Medjugorje, our host, is not with us today as he's taken this week to go through his final reading and draft of his book, They Fired the First Shot, bringing it to a closure. So hopefully we can get on the presses in the next week and a half or so. There's still a lot of work ahead for us with the book, so we continue to ask for your prayers. We reached back into our Radio Wave archives for today's Medjinomics show from July 25th, 2010, in which a friend of Medjugorje is commenting on Our Lady's 25th message. As you know, there's always so much food for thought in every program of a friend of Medjugorje that the Holy Spirit can speak to us on its first airing as well as when we listen to it again and again. Our Lady's messages and wisdom are timeless. We pray that this Radio Wave archive of July 25th, 2010 will speak to your situation today and encourage you to keep making the changes in your life that will lead you to a better future. So anyway, we welcome you to Radio Wave. We welcome you to the show tonight. We're excited about being in, in front of you with Our Lady and in front of Our Lady's mantle and bringing to you her, her words for the 25th. And of course, she gives us a message each month 
We now have two messages each month, Mariana, second of the month. So this time of the month, the 25th to the second, is always something of a joy for us because it's back-to-back message. We'll have the second of the month coming up what day, Ruth, next week? Monday, I believe. Monday. So we're in a, a day of Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? No, today's Sunday. Monday. Monday. Yeah, so I have to remember which day it is. Nevertheless, we have all these words that were given to us yesterday. A real joy for us because uh, <clears throat> we have a joyful message. Summertime usually it contains a lot of joy and people go on, uh, some go on vacations or whatever, or your garden and, and things like that, and you're out of school, so there's more joy often associated with just life in some ways in the summertime. Sometimes it's not when it's hot like this. But without further ado, Ruth, let's go ahead and read all these messages. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's July 25th, 2010 monthly message to the world. Dear children, anew I call you to follow me with joy. I desire to lead all of you to my Son, your Savior. You are not aware that without Him you do not have joy and peace, nor a future or eternal life. Therefore, little children, make good use of this time of joyful prayer and surrender. Thank you for having responded to my call. So this is a a big message for us when Our Lady tells us, you're not aware that without Him you do not have joy or peace nor a future or eternal life. To me, this is an incredible message because we have this mentality in the Medjugorje movement that often speaks about that everything we're to be doing is, is for eternal life. We shouldn't be doing anything in this life and living this life or building this life except working for eternal life. And that's in essence, is, in essence is true, but in reality it's not. In reality, Our Lady calls us to live this life and fullness, live the commandments in fullness. So I'd like to address that a little bit because we have some people write to us some time, time to time saying that, you know, you can't be investing in this life. You only be doing your fasting, praying, and your conversion. And that Our Lady has nothing to say about our time here in regards to making this life better. And we say every day in our Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, so I, that just cancels out that point about you not to be invested in this life. That we want this life in our, in our, the prayer we say every day to our Father, or many times a day, and throughout our rosary, to have the kingdom of heaven on earth. Not through rule, not through what Judas wanted, or other people who were zealots wanted to bring God's kingdom in an earthly kingdom, but the heavenly kingdom on earth. And so you go from that step, once that's learned and accepted, and you have to accept it or you have to reject it, don't compromise it, because people do rationalize that away. Well, Our Lady just didn't mean No, that's not what Our Lady meant. Our Lady wants us, in this message, she says that, clear as, clear as can be. She says, you're not aware that eternal, uh, without Him, you do not have joy and peace, nor future. And we always interpret this, or many people do, about eternal life. But Our Lady didn't say that. She says, nor a future or eternal life. So she's speaking about this future on earth. 
You've got no future without Jesus on this earth. And so for this narrow-mindedness, this mentality that prevails often in the Midgard movement and God's people that we're going to be unhappy in this life like Bernadette was told. I've said many times, I asked Maria about this. She said, no, a lady wants us happy in this life. So once that's accepted, once you understand that, let's go to the next point. If you don't understand it, because the next point is, Vizca said, those who go to hell just continue the hell that they were on earth. Those who go to heaven continue what they lived on earth. Another message our lady said that when you live her messages and you start incorporating your life, she was in essence saying this. She said, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. Now, if you're going to heaven and you enter into heavenly bliss, it's going to be quantum leaps from what we experience on, on earth. I know I listened to an interview once of a guy who said he died and came back, and he says, you can't even imagine heaven. He said, if you take the greatest moment of your life and multiply it one million times, it doesn't even come close to understanding what heaven's like. And he regretted he was brought back to life by the doctors. Now, you can say, I don't believe that. Or it doesn't matter, but the point is valid. We can't even imagine that. Yet, Visca says that you won't feel the passage, our lady said, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next if you're living her messages messages and her way of life. So don't tell me, and I don't want to hear it, and I don't accept it, for those thinking all we do is appear for pray, fasting, and conversion. That's to get you into the joy of life. Our lady wants us to experience joy. She said that today. I call you to follow me with joy. We're following her where? In this life. This new, new way of life in a new time. I desire to lead you all to my son, your Savior. You're not aware that without him you do not have joy and peace, nor a future, or eternal life. In April 25th of 1997, our lady said, God sends me to you out of love that I may help you comprehend that without him, there is no future or joy. Did you catch that? 97, and this is today, or yesterday, the message. Same thing. Follow me with joy, she said yesterday. 97, she says, comprehend without him, there's no future or joy. And above all, there's no eternal salvation. Now, somebody could have argued with that message and saying, well, lady's talking about our eternal salvation. You show me trees in heaven that you're going to be growing and picking fruit from. There's no trees in heaven. You're experiencing fruit in heaven. And I don't mean figuratively, if God's adorned heaven with trees, that's not what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about everything you'll experience in heaven is going to be what you do here in this life on earth. And if you live Jesus, you live our Lady's way, you'll begin to experience that heaven and that peace and that joy. Not that you won't suffer, not that you won't have trials, but you'll have that inner serenity, that peace of God, that Jesus within you at the Eucharist celebration. You'll have that joy, and you'll be feeling heaven. Maria sees heaven, but she hasn't gone to heaven when she sees a lady. She's experiencing that. That's why it's a bit of pain when the apparition is over for them. That's why Mariana once, with having a husband and kids, said she wouldn't take her, she wouldn't take me with her. That's why Maria's told me before that Our Lady, I felt like she was taking my soul. 
She's felt her soul out of her body. Do you get that? She literally has felt her soul leave her body. That Our Lady's enraptured that somehow. We don't understand that. I don't understand that. She doesn't understand that. That gives theologians problems. And what I say about that, tough luck. I believe in the apparitions. Maria said it. And it happens. It don't have to be explained anymore to me. I don't have to know whys or ins and outs about it. But this is what we start getting this intellectual thing and start obscuring God through theology, and we can't see God anymore, nor Jesus, nor Our Lady. And, and the theologians have trouble with these messages. There's too much for them. And in fact, Our Lady said, I am with you, well, on February 25th, 1988. I am with you, I'm grateful to you, but in heaven you shall receive the Father's reward he has promised you. So our fruit is going to be picked from the tree that grew on this earth and this life. This life is where you grow into the might and the soul and the grace that's going to be producing fruit. And that doesn't mean it won't be producing fruit on this earth. There can be the joys of peace. We've spoken about it many times. Our Lady says the greatest treasure is peace. You build a life. You build a way of life. You build where every day you're living the messages in Our Lady's way she's showing us. And you'll begin to taste that fruit on earth. And why not? We know that's true because you'll feel the passage, or by living the messages, according to Visca, our lady said, you will, feel, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. It'll just be a billions times greater. So this mentality that we, we, we constantly come up against, we see that don't think our lady is speaking about this or about the government or about the economy or about um, this. We, we, uh, there was a message we picked this morning um, that said, uh, now that you're on vacation, or she says, enjoy. It's 1981. See if you can look that up. Ruth. It's, uh, I think it was 1981 when, when the visionaries came all together on the vacation. But Our Lady, Our Lady has said many times about different things that she shows and proves this point that we're going to be experiencing this joy in life. And today's no different. I call you to follow me with joy. I desire to lead you all to my Son, your Savior. You're not aware that without him, you do not have joy and peace, nor a future or eternal life. So it's interesting. We've talked about so many times about use this time now. Make your decisions now. The book ain't going to happen about this. This puts you on the side of angels. This puts you with Our Lady. This puts you with God. And this puts you, our messages put you in this joy. And that way you'll have a future. And it's interesting that this message is a short message today. And yet Our Lady says, after our eternal life, therefore, little children, make good use of this time of joyful prayer and surrender. You're not going to be surrendering in heaven. You're going to be in the heaven f have fullness of your fruit. And yes, there may be a billion years of eternity, if you can calculate it that way, that in that setting, there may be more rewards coming to you. But you, you do that in this test of life. So shed the mentality that thinks, thinks that everything we do is only for to experience and have an eternal life. It's in this life also. That message was December 12th, 1981. A lady told the visionaries she was happy because they would all be together during vacation. Very soon, she says, this is the message, very soon you'll be united. 
you will be able to have a beautiful time together. Is that the one? Huh? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. But but to think that that we're not to experience heaven and joys on this life, you're you're just off base. And so to to say something or to view the messages has nothing to do with this life. You do not understand the messages. They're not just the investment of eternity. They're investments where we're called to change the society. We're called not to just change the society. We're called to lead the society. We're called to lead the culture. And that means from politics, from the banks, to home, to the schools, everything that forms it, we're to be the leaders, not the other people trying to change the culture. And with everything that's going on in the world, and we are hearing from so many people who are suffering and and struggling, losing their homes, their jobs, and so forth. What insights can you give us into why you think Our Lady is so joyful at this time? Well, last month we were in Medjugorje, and of course the visionary Ivan said he'd never seen Our Lady in all the 29 years of apparitions as happy as he saw her there. I talked to Maria about that, and she said, no, same for me because her and Yvonne both were together in the 25th apparition earlier that evening. And so this, this joy they've experienced is hard to understand. How they, They've talked about Our Lady being joyful. When Our Lady came here in 1988, every single day Our Lady was extremely joyful. And Maria was contagious with this joy. And we see now that Our Lady was opening the door for another part of her plan, because she says, I have many plans. Now we know she came here with a plan, and then she asked for a community to be established in those apparitions in 1988. So giving birth is a birth, a point of joy. The fact that she was birthed in a community, the fact that she came here, the fact that she had converted and continued to convert and uh, reinforced this mission here in an incredible way with many, many visits and many, many messages was a joyful experience for her. And we've seen that and can continue to see it. And of course, you get persecution from that. And often people say, well, lady's not, lady's not going there. Well, as soon as she comes back, she clears the slate, slate and gives messages. And so we've had 150 apparitions here. Our Lady must have foresaw something back in 1988 that was causing her that joy. We were surprised by that. So Our Lady's seeing the accumulation of, of 29 years of apparitions and, and this motivation of the visions people can see, which motivates them rather, that everything Lady's been telling us is coming to be now. We're in a state of decline. Our Lady said last month, this tired world, an incredible, uh, just an incredible little statement. And as people grow older and they get tired, they get near death, they, they grow more tired. So the world is the world is the world. And it's aged in the sense of going as far as it can from God. Its decadence is new in a way that the world had never seen. Evils are perpetrated that wasn't even conceivable 200 years ago. And the world's tired from it. And it won't live through it. And it's not going to make it. And there's no way for it to sustain itself. So the only thing that will sustain itself is what our Lady's given to us now. And you want a future? You want to have a future? Because you're going to live 50, 40, 60, 75, 80, maybe 100 years. Do you want misery on this life? Or do you want the joy of the future on this life? It's not just eternal life. 
is what leads to eternal life. Your tree's grown here. You're here for one reason and one reason alone, to see where you'll spend eternity. And why not have that joy with it? So Our Lady came last month and again this month. Follow me with joy. Because even on Via Della Rosa, in the deepest pit of her sorrow, this agony, she had the joy of knowing this meant something. Our Lady's given a message that your life will have meaning. When we follow her, we have meaning. We, feel, we wake up in the morning, we have purpose. We have life in us. We have a, a, a cause for that day. And thank God we, we followed this in a way, and she asked this community to be established, that she's blessed it in a way that we're able to work full-time for her. A great, great privilege where we're able to live our life in our sustaining of ourselves and our labor through her every day. And you could say, oh, yeah, that's you. No, you can have the same thing. That decision was made several decades ago, and it birthed in when our lady came to ask him for a community to be established. So the community of Caritas came into being that way. It didn't happen when she gave the message. It evolved almost, what, three or four, or actually six years almost afterwards. Do you know the answer to that? No. You're supposed to be keeping those numbers. I don't worry about that. But That's Joan's job. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless it, it, it came to be. That wasn't my plan. That was a lady's plans. But the joy we experience, the things we have, uh, is, is incredible. It's, it's having, having the life our lady's given to us and being out and being underneath the sky. At 5 a.m. prayer, we go out. It's still dark till about 5.30. And I've gotten up earlier and earlier over the last several months and getting out earlier and earlier just just to, I want to get four mysteries of the rosary in. I want to get a whole rosary in before I go back back home at six. So from five to six is turning from five, you know, four, four, thirty-five, getting up and going to the field. I'm out there by quarter till, twenty till. And they will say a rosary, but my first mysteries and second mysteries and third and fourth. And so, um, but being out there, the joy of doing this prayer. Our Lady says, pray till prayer becomes a joy. I, I experience joy at morning. You see all these things happening. You see the, the sun come up. And who wants to be in the city jammed up with traffic? You know, and that, that the stars, the big sky, we're underneath the big sky. sky. And so we're, you know, some of us, so many of us are locked in concrete. You know, that's where our roots are. Who, who wants to put roots in that? Everybody feels this call, and you may not can get out of that. That's not to say things can't change. Uh, we just had a friend write us that said that they saw the picture of us going out and blessing the, our grounds with holy water, throw, throw it in the catfish pond, throw it on the ground, throw it on the animals, blessing everything. It's a little village life. It's beautiful. You know, the horizons are endless. You know, we, we, we watch the sun come up every morning. And to live that way is a gift from a lady. I, we don't want to live around fences. You're, you're free when you're outside. And especially when you go out in nature, in creation. You're totally without these restrictions. And then you're able to feel better the presence of God. Otherwise, you're obedient to a red light. You're obedient to this. Everything telling you you can't go here. Just get in this line. Go there. Stop here. Uh, wait wait uh, for some kind of oppressive restrictions. God doesn't want men to live that way. We've built this world. Our Lady said, you built a whole new world without God as if you're own, you are your own creator. 
And so we've forgotten the Creator. We've forgotten who God really is. We got a thing I want Ruth to read. Really, is uh, showing this arrogance of us that we've we've just built this whole society. And the friend, the friend that wrote about this, she said she's going to get her bucket of holy water after seeing this on our site about how from our rule actually that I wrote uh, at the bishop's orders, and then how we go around and do our blessing everything. That she's going to go down the city street she's in and just start blessing everything. You do that wherever you are. Get get a few. Catholic kids or somebody you know and just go down the street. You have to do whatever downtown and just start blessing all the stores. Sprinkle with holy water. Advance against Satan. Flee him. Do what Visca did. If you're from God, stay. If you're not, get out of here. You know, let, let's start taking charge of the culture. That's where you start. You don't need somebody's permission. They're gonna have they're gonna have ordinance in ordinance. No more blessing holy water. It's stinging the demons. It's discrimination. Let them come on. You go on, you go advance. But this arrogance of man, what we 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 act as if we're our own creators. Our ladies told us, is is really real. We we've come up with this thing that we know how to build a better society. We know the way. We don't need God, and because we vacated ten simple rules that we don't want to be restricted by, we're restricted by thousands and thousands upon thousands more rules. Look at the laws. It's, it's, we've already got financial uh, watchdog regulation over everything. We've just done our fourth or fifth set. And you only need four or five more over that. Why? Because we vacated God's commandments. If Ali gave a simple solution to everything. Confession, monthly confession will be the cure of the West. That's it. Monthly confession consists of recognizing the Ten Commandments and repenting when you violate them. So those Ten Commandments is all we have to go by. Everything can be decided by that. We do not need any judges, not on the Supreme Court, down to the lowest court. Any court in this land, we don't need anybody that has to be a lawyer or know anything about civil law. Nothing. You only need to know one thing, the Ten Commandments. You can give every verdict, every settlement, every decision, every violation, every murder, every adultery, Whatever court you're in, family court, whatever it is, you can base all your decisions on that, which all all comes from. That's all we have at the Supreme Court. The the marble or the limestone or marble Ten Commandments up there in front of it. All law comes from that. We don't need anything else. But see, we've lost the light of common sense, who's Jesus. We've lost the word, so we don't know, because we've become this. Ruth, read this. You know, everybody is getting into cloning today. So man is getting this theo-ego, this God complex. This geoscientist was saying, I'm sick of all this stuff about God. I don't need God. I can do this by myself. In fact, I challenge God right now. He called out to God and said, God, I challenge you. We're mankind, and we don't need you anymore. You're an unnecessary reality, so why don't you just disappear? We don't need you. And the ultimate proof is, we can make man. We don't need you. We can make human beings. And God says, hmm, you can, huh? Well, why don't we have a contest? You've seen what I can do. Let's see what you can do. The man said, okay, let me show you my stuff. The geoscientist went and got together some dust, and he was and as he was gathering it, God said, "No, no, no! Just a minute, get your own dust." 
This thing about man cloning everything, man is absolutely dependent upon God's dust. And the only reason you're sitting here is because He supplies air. And the only reason that you're being able to keep your feet planted firmly on the ground is because gravity is one of His laws. And the problem with autonomous man today is that he no longer sees himself as a steward. He wants to be owner. So we have man thinking he's God. He's come, he's come in, into this Theo God concept and he pretends that he's so smart in all these things that, that he fails. A picture will not suffice. A book will not do. Descriptions are shortcoming. What millions have seen but few understood. It can't be explained. It can only be experienced. Medjugorje. The place where the Virgin Mary comes daily to grace the world with her presence and blessing. Why would one not go to Medjugorje now, in the time when the Holy Mother of Jesus is still present now in the holiest of villages? Medjugorje can only be experienced. Have you yet to live this experience? Or have you gone to Medjugorje and never truly experienced Our Lady? Many are called, but for those who respond, there is no regret. Come now to Medjugorje and be blessed by the Holy Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace. For over 24 years, BVM Caritas Pilgrimages has guided thousands of people just like you in what many consider the best spiritual format to go to Medjugorje. Founded by a friend of Medjugorje, BVM Caritas knows that a good pilgrimage does not just happen. Sign up today for your Medjugorje encounter with Our Lady. BVM Caritas Call today in the U.S. 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000, and ask about your Medjugorje pilgrimage, or go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on Medjugorje Pilgrimages. Your pilgrimage does not begin the day you leave your home. It begins today. BVM Caritas Pilgrimages, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. 
In this message, Our Lady uses words such as follow me, lead you, make good use of this time. So is this message more of a call to action now that Our Lady has foundationed her children in prayer, fasting, penance, and peace? I think that when Our Lady first appears, she had to incrementally give us things, just like Satan has given us creeping gradualism and incrementally it brought us down. She has done the same thing in reverse, creeping enlightenment and illumination. This this enlightenment is something that uh, in the beginning we thought it was very passive. And because of her being uh, saying just prayer, fasting, conversion, and all these things, we realized that Our Lady had more to tell us in time as she started this call to action. And yes, it's it's full of action. So it can't be said that uh, this is something that's passive. In fact, Our Lady gave us as a community a message in 95 that told us uh, to get hearts close to hers to a way of salvation. She preceded that by saying, you're my instruments, my hands. So she took possession and because we was passive at that point. And we became proactive at that point. Our Lady's making our action called pro- proactivity. She wants us not to be sitting on the sidelines. We're to be action. We're to understand where to lead the culture. And so Our Lady wants to see your name in Jesus' tree. He hung on the cross with. We go through life often wait and let the circumstances of the day or get up in the morning let that whole day be dictated to us of our circumstances. You're to take charge of those circumstances. The best way to start is prayer. If you don't start with prayer, you don't have the strength to do that. Our Lady, gave, remember, gave a message. Pray to have the strength to listen to my message, not to live them. You're going to need quantum strength after that to live it. But first, you have to be able to hear it. And so, if you're seeking truth, if you're looking for these things, you'll have that. I know I wanted out of the city. I knew I wanted, before a lot of things were deteriorating, I foresaw what was coming. I felt it in my spirit. I wanted to raise my family out away from the city. And we looked for land. We looked for places. The first time we came out here, we, in this valley, we found a place. And we sat down, my wife and I, and we decided right then and there, on the first time, not even on land, this is where we'll build a house. And when we said that, it wasn't build a house. It was build a home, a life, a way of life. And we preceded the messages in our thoughts and what we did. And I carved her name on a tree there, on, on our tree. It was that important to us. I marked a spot. I wanted it to be marked. And we still can go down there and pray the rosary in front of our house in this tree. And we physically did this because this is something for us that speaks to us of not just our children but our grandchildren and those that we come in contact with and those who join us in community here to live this way of life, our heritage. We, we're settlers here. We settled this land. You can do the same wherever you are. You can find your tree.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.